shots. Oh! Here comes a 1-2 pitch. Red Sox win the World Series. 5-1 the final tonight. Toss the white. He's in. Patriots win the Super Bowl. Anything possible. Welcome to the Bearded Brothers Pod, broadcasting live from our respective residence. I'm Scott Edwards. And I'm Jumpin' Jack Sweeney. Let's get started. It's been a while, huh? How about that? What? We have equally, we uh, as a whole, we have busy schedules, and, you know, we, we film when we can. I feel like we record. say this every time we start the show. Well, just the last two. Well, we have busy schedules, so it's true. We well, I mean, it's not easy being a college student. I mean, my schedule is no longer busy, but for the past month, yeah, big time. Exactly. Either way, we're back. Yep, and we're bringing gonna... you episode seven. And we're going to start with your favorite segment: do's and don'ts. The advisor do's and don'ts. I'm currently sitting at uh, three and nine, and I'm one and one. You know what my last pick was? What? The Lightning in Game Two. Ah, oh God! <laughs> it's been a minute. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You want to go or should I? Um, here I'll go first. You usually go first. So I'll go first. All right, All right, my picks for tomorrow night, Avalanche Sharks. Uh, tied 2-2 series, San Jose at home, favored, minus one and a half. I'm taking the Sharks. I think they get a uh, two-goal win. Okay, I like it. I'm going, mine's, uh, yours was tomorrow, you said? Yeah. Mine is for tonight. Where we got the Bucks at the Celtics with the spread being Celtics minus one and a half, and I'll take the Celtics. Celtics at home. They'll produce a quick two-point win against the Bucks all day, every day. Take it for what it's worth. Even maybe more than two points. Exactly. That'd be even Good better for my heart. It's a great watch tonight. Can't wait, actually. Um, so why don't we just jump right into the NBA? How about that? Sounds good to me. And we'll stick with the Celtics. Yeah, Danny Ainge had a heart attack. Huh? Minor, minor heart attack if that means anything. I don't think there's, like, that big of a Yeah, like, it's still a fucking heart attack. People are like, oh, he'll be all right. Like, well, I mean, a heart attack's still a heart attack. <laughs> big you time. Um, but on other Celtics news that isn't about Danny H having a heart attack, the Celtics, obviously, like I just mentioned, they're playing tonight, tied 1-1 with the Bucks. They both blew each other out, and the, the, the Celtics blew out the Bucks game one. The Bucks blew out the Celtics game two. What do you expect for tonight, Scotty? Well, Boston's a whole different animal than Milwaukee. And I think not only the Celtics show up, but the crowd shows up for it tonight. Exactly. I Honestly, I think the both games in Boston, I think the Celtics will win. Yeah, you have a game six prediction of that's when it ends, right? Yeah, Celtics in six is my final prediction. Because the Celtics will take both of the games in Boston. Milwaukee will take the next game in Milwaukee just because... You know, I'll just give them the benefit of the doubt. And then Celtics at home, game six, it's over. I've liked what I've Celtics seen and six. out of the Celtics all playoffs so far. Haven't missed like a minute, thankfully. They they were good in the second game for about a, a, a half and then a quarter. Um, a half a quarter. Big all, big, big all. Big Al has been spectacular so far, so. Am I yeah. really surprised? No, not at all. They're really putting it. Playoff Kyrie is a different animal. 
Yeah, except when he airballs the ball, which he did twice. But those those aren't a usual thing. So yeah, I'm not, really I'm not worried. worried. Um, I'm more so looking at the other series. I really do think the Celtics could take out the Bucks because the Bucks are, to me, a fake one seed. Agreed. Like the Hawks in like 2013. Right. Exactly. No one. Maybe even Hawks. less so though, because the Hawks made it to the Eastern Conference Finals just to get swept by LeBron. Exactly. Um, so the other series, as we were discussing, 76ers blew out the Raptors in Game Three. That's like the second straight game they just destroyed them. Did you? The see Raptors? That? Are they fake two seed? Um. Yeah. Because did you see the stat? What stat? So. When Kawhi's not on the court, they're shooting 25%. Playoff Kyle Lowry is awful. And, <laughs> like, Kawhi's so good, but he you need help. And, like, Siakam's fine, but he's not a top guy. I mean, there's a reason that the Spurs took DeRozan over Lowry. Playoff-wise... DeRozan, I mean, they did lose a series, but they made it a hell of a series Is that even against a the Nuggets. I didn't think DeRozan and Lowry were really a comparison. I thought DeRozan I was better. He is better, but like, I, don't, I thought people compared them. Yeah, I guess. I mean, there's no comparison Especially with anymore. their playoff yeah, with their playoff woes. Yeah, big time. Um, but now you can obviously see that Lowry was kind of a huge problem. I mean, Lowry's never been good in the playoffs. That's a proven fact. He usually drops the ball every year. Um, they were lucky to make it to the second round this year. Do I think the Raptors are out of it? No, but I no, do, hell think, no. They, hell I do no. think they lose tomorrow night because they're in Philly. Really? Philly's a different animal altogether, just like Boston. Yeah, but it's, I don't know. I'm not person, personally. And they're loaded. A, yeah. Their starting lineup is loaded. Who, the, the uh, Sixers? Yeah. Honestly, though, as a Celtics fan, I'd rather play the Sixers. In the conference finals, say we make it. I would, too, because if you play the Sixers, you have the best player on the court at all times. And we play the Sixers incredibly well. We Right. Season, we won the season series 3-1 to one this year. But I always do think having the best player on the court is incredibly important. And if you play the Sixers, you can play to their weaknesses very easily. Like, great, they're going to give the ball to Embiid, but, like, we have Al. I'm not... I'm not afraid of that. Yeah, honestly, and Al keeps up his play. I'm really not. Um, ben like, Simmons afraid. can't shoot, so that doesn't Fuck affect ben me at Simmons. all. Um, Tobias Harris is actually very good. We don't. I don't know. Taylor I like Jimmy. With him. I like Jimmy Butler too. And Jimmy Butler has been electric for them. So uh, yeah, like I said, I'd much rather play the Sixers. But a uh, serious prediction though, coming forward for the Sixers, because next time we do an episode, they'll probably be in the conference finals. Yeah, I do think the uh, Sixers take this one. And I think we get a Celtics-Sixers Eastern Conference Final matchup. Yep, Sixers in six as well. And remember, I picked the Raptors like when we made our final playoff predictions to yeah. make it, but they are so bad without Kawhi on the court. Like he's gonna have to play all every single minute, or then they have no chance. Exactly. All right, moving on to the Western Conference, we have first off the most anticipated series. Since their uh, meeting last year in the playoffs, got the Rockets and the Warriors. The Warriors have a 2-0 lead. Are they playing tonight? Tomorrow. Tomorrow night. Oh, sick. So they're just taking a quick three days off or whatever. Yeah. That's NBA does that too much. Regardless, but ro- regardless, tomorrow Warriors. is a must win for the Rockets. Warriors in five. 
Okay. All right. I respect it. I'm giving the Rockets a win at home. It might. It might be six. It could be, but I just. They've been close both times. It's just, and now they're going to be in Houston. Though that's that's different. I think they may be. I think Warriors in six. That's different, but the Warriors are still loaded. It's not like that changed at all. Yeah, Steph Curry hurt his finger too. So like, hey, Steph Curry is the one I don't get mad at. I don't get mad at Clay. Well, yeah, no. I like Clay. Clay's the third best out of them. So. Yeah. And Draymond, but, I don't figure into the equation anymore. Warriors in six. That's fine. Yeah, I picked five. You picked six. All right, staying in the West. The Blazers and the Nuggets. Do they they have to play tonight. There's got to be some game. They are tonight. playing tonight. It's, okay. them, it's them and the Celtics. Yeah. All right. Give me your so one one tied up one one. How are you feeling about the series? I mean, I love Damian Lillard. Um, Big McCollum guy too. And the way he destroyed the Thunder almost by himself essentially was awesome. However, I do think the Nuggets have more talent on their team and will have enough. I think this I think this series is going 7 first of all. I the, do too, but I'm I think we have different opinions. The Trailblazers finally go, got over that hump, but I do think the Nuggets are winning game 7. I I think I think it goes 7 too, but I think the uh I think the Trailblazers pull off the upset. That'd be big. I mean, I wouldn't be against it at all, but regardless, neither of these teams are going to the finals. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. cool, though. I like the idea of the Trailblazers or the Nuggets being in the Western Conference Final. Also, I just want to bring this up since we're here, and we haven't got to the NHL yet, but no one can tell me that the NBA playoffs are better than the NHL playoffs anymore because... I've top, Honestly, the NBA playoffs haven't been bad. The top four in both conferences made it till the next round. In the NHL... All four top seeds lost. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Like, you can't tell me this is a competitive... Like, don't get me wrong. The NBA playoffs have been pretty fun, but it's not even close. What's sad, though, is that there's going to be so many... Probably more people disagree with you than agree. Which is wrong, but that's fine. I'm, I'm yeah. ha- I am fine telling those people that they're very wrong. Yeah, exactly. I, I agree with you. Other than the stupid seeding thing that they do, I like the NHL playoffs better. Well, yeah, it's just it's fun. Like, but the games have been good in the NBA. Like yeah, you said, the time, higher seeds might have win, but the games have been good. Yeah, it's just the series. I mean, we got a game seven, which is always fun. But, again, I just don't like when the top dog always wins. That's fair. That's fair. Like, the Lightning, who were, like, all-around pick, got eliminated in four games. Exactly. <laughs> like that's that's electric. That's Anyways, awesome. We'll keep continue. We got two new head coaches on the books. It, uh, so Monty Williams, the uh, who was the assistant of? I don't remember. Ah, well, Monty Williams, former Pelicans head coach, is on as the Suns head coach. Their fifth head coach in five years. Devin. So I saw this interesting stat. Devin Booker has had the same coach. I mean, not the same coach. A different coach every year. He's been in the league five years, that, five that, coaches. That ain't great. <laughs> no, and do you think that like that that has to affect him as like a player and I a mean, person? He keeps getting better every year. I feel like so. I don't yeah, but like he needs to be able to connect, like have a coach he can make a connection with. All I know is it's not his fault. Obviously, all. but I mean, I think they're coming. They, uh, I don't even, I didn't really even know who the guy they had was, but hope, they didn't give him enough time. 
I hope that, the, that now they have Monty Williams, they want Zion more, because I remember the report that they wanted Ja more, and I was like, I love Ja, I do. Come but, on. But no. <laughs> He'll be electric too, but, but, but well, they can't even, a different animal. Well, they're not going to get Zion, so. They could. They could. They're not going one. The Knicks have the first pick. But the draft lottery hasn't happened yet. Yeah, but it's going to be the Knicks. How do you know that? Because whenever it's a big market team, they give them the first pick. Oh, that'll be so gross. It's gonna be the Knicks. Yeah. I'll put I'll put four hundred dollars on it. All right. Anyways, Tyron Lue becoming the Lakers coach. Is that is that finalized or is um, that like? It looks like he's going to. It's not completely. It's, I mean, the Lakers aren't like, trying to add anybody else. LeBron's making the call. So. Yeah, I like it. He used to play for the Lakers. He reunites with LeBron. People thought they had like. I don't know. It seems like him and LeBron got along decently well. What do you think? I think LeBron's the reason he's coming in. I like no one asks this guy to have a job except for LeBron teams. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm I don't think he's that bad of a coach either. No, he's not. But I like I'm not shocked at all. Even though we had LeBron, he still led a team to NBA Finals last year. Yeah, I mean he didn't make the playoffs this year. It's been kind of weird. Um, also, we haven't been able to cover this, but Luke Walton is the new head coach of the Kings, and I absolutely love it. Why? It's because I think Walton's a good coach, and they might have I to know... fire him. Why? Because of the um... oh, the sexual assault thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, depending on that, I like the Kings are up and coming, and he's an up and coming coach. I think they mix well, and you know, the Kings were so close I to do making like the, the playoffs. Kings a lot. I like that team a lot, like roster wise. Um, I think it'll go well as long as the you know. I mean, yeah. It depends it, what comes of this scandal. It'll, it'll help not having an entire team think they're getting traded just to not get traded, too. Exactly. That was fucked up. That was awesome. <laughs> I think that's the funniest thing ever. That, like, every, like, report came out, and then they're like, after that, they're like, I, it seems like no one wants to play with LeBron. Oh, really? Maybe because he almost traded them all. <laughs> uh, should be interesting, though. I can't wait to see how the NBA playoffs pan out. Exactly. Um, do I move on to the MLB? Yeah. I want more enthusiasm out of you. I said, yeah. So we got the, uh, <laughs> we're starting off with the Red Sox here, who've been putting it together, kind of. You know, not, what is the record, 14 and 18? Yep. You know, not last year by any means, but it looks like they're starting to get it together, except for last night. We won't talk about that. Hey, hey. Correct. We won't talk about that. <laughs> But in general, it seems like they've done. They've been getting it together. So they've had two sweeps now. However, they're not fully back by any means. No, I mean fully. Well, I don't know. We're saying fully back as we're expecting like last year's team, like that was a normal thing. I mean, Chavez has been the spark they needed in their lineup. Oh, he's a stud. And he's cooking. While he's swinging, missed a lot. When he hits the ball, it's an absolute rocket off the bat. And I do think that he is the second baseman of the future now. Um, second? He's playing second? Yeah, he's played second. Where else would he play? I don't know. That's a good point. He came up as third, but I know Devers right. is there. Um, yeah, and you're not moving Devers. Devers is second. And Pedroia's never coming back, so. Okay, so here's the thing. When Pedroia does come back from injury because he's already been fielding ground balls, He's come back from injury like 15 times in the past year. I don't want oh, to hear Oh, I it. understand that completely. But my point is, do not just put him back in the lineup because he's Dustin Pedroia. 
Michael Chavez is the guy you have to go with. Who? So, oh, yeah, we have the outfield. And I was going to suggest, but it makes no sense for him, Chavez, to DH now. Uh, no shit. Considering, because JD has to rotate in the outfield occasionally. I mean, dream would be that Jackie Bradley Jr. doesn't hit anymore, but you can't. <laughs> you can't always win. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're starting to get it together. Um, did, have you seen Chavez just takes notes on the bench? In like, a yeah, I think that's game? awesome. I think it's hilarious. Like, he and he's like, no one could see them. I was like, good. <laughs> Don't let anybody see them. Right. I love it. Interesting stat. David Price is batting 500. That's a great stat, actually. He's one one for two with an RBI. Guy yaks. No, <laughs> no shock there. JD's hitting 327. Oh, no. So he's not the issue. No, he's just not hitting home runs right now. Yeah, he only has four. Bucky has six. Third with the, I like it. He's, he's stepping up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, he has to because Sandy's terrible. Hey. He's so bad at hitting. You don't say that. Does he even have a hit? Probably not. I'll check. <laughs> like He's hitting 154. Ooh, oh, that's probably He's 4 bad. for 39. That might be better than JBJ. He's 4 for 39. Is that a better JBJ is hitting 149. That's right. He's 14 for 94. Oh. 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 <laughs> I just don't ever want to get rid of him, though, just because of how much no, he I needs do. fielding. I do. I'm ready. JBJ? Because you have two guys in the outfield that are real center fielders. <laughs> like, Benintendi is a center fielder that we put in left field because of JBJ. And, like, if you have a chance to get an outfielder that can hit, do it. JBJ's a gold glover, though. That's something to be valued. That's great. That is great. But hear me out. He can't hit. <laughs> like, when all. him and Sandy are in the lineup, you have two automatic outs at the end. It's like having a pitcher in your lineup. Oh, that is – having a pitcher come to the plate is so demoralizing. Yeah, exactly. That's my point. And JBJ It's not like that. Like, so, I was watching the game last night. Yeah. JBJ had, like, an eight-pitch at bat, but he struck out on a fastball straight down the middle. <laughs> I was like, uh, are you, are you kidding me? You can't catch up with that. You're in the MLB. Like, I understand I can't catch up with that, but guess what? Hey, I'm not in the MLB. <laughs> you are. You've been in the MLB for years now. you gotta catch. You got to catch up with yeah, that. Yeah, but he's never – I mean, nobody expects him to hit. I don't ex- – I expect it. I expect him to hit 250. 250's bold. Chris, Chris Davis hits 250. Okay, okay, fine. 230. I go like uh, – yeah, I was thinking like 225, But regardless – he hits 140. <laughs> that shouldn't be in your lineup at all. And you know that. No, I mean, I, I agree. I'm not trying I'm not, not trying to out here vouch for him as a, a hitter. I just think his fielding is something that you need out there. You know who I would vouch for as a hitter? Let's hear it. Vlad Guerrero Jr., baby. He is here. He is filthy. You love to see it. I'm happy. I mean, it's been. I feel like he probably could have got called up in September last year. He could have got called up in the middle of last year. That's how good he looked. Seemed to be. He has yet to hit his first home run though, which is fine. How is he doing though? Uh, as a so far, um, so defensively he's made some st- stunning plays, which is. Where do they have him third? Yeah, I mean that's his position. Yeah, well, Chavez's position was third too, so I don't want to hear it. Sad, sad. He's three for eighteen so far. 
Yeah, but I mean, there's it takes a little bit, you know. You don't just come to the MLB and they throw eight mile an hour faster and you just adjust. Exactly. Um, I think he has plenty of time to turn it around, clearly. Um, but fielding-wise, he's been excellent. His average exit velocity right now is only 89 miles per hour, which is still I'm expecting cool. a quick 120 by the end of the year. Exactly. Like, you're expecting, like, the highest. And I love, I love that they have that as a stat now. Like, 89 <laughs> isn't bad, but, like, that's an out, usually. <laughs> um, I know Michael Chavez was leading in that stat. Well, his is 90 now, but it, originally, for, like, his first, like, couple games, it was 95, and I was like, Jesus. <laughs> Guy pisses on the ball. He does, I, still, I think he still does. Oh, he still, yeah, he's still, he definitely still does. He also has two stolen bases, which cannot be overlooked. <laughs> like, that's just, like, random speed that he also has. Guy's a G, though. Not to, All right. I wasn't trying to go back to him, but happy Vlad's up. Yeah. All right, so we got a couple of weird occasions uh, happening yesterday in baseball. Well, once today. Well, and today. Kyle yeah, Andrews a couple today. of days, I should say. Yeah. Yesterday, though, Noah Syndergaard throws a shutout and also provides the only run with the solo dong. 407 feet. 400? 407 feet. So he pissed on it. Yes. Opposite field. Opposite field dong, one nothing. You can't simply... He did everything. Yeah, that's that's yeah, he's unreal. That's well, that's a weird stat. Like, I just give me your take on this. This is a pretty abnormal feat. <laughs> so when I saw this, I was like, "Oh, good job, Mets, being helping him out like, as I, as usual." But I yeah. love to see it. This was like this was by far his best start of the season. His ERA is still up around like five. But also, <laughs> random stat for you: that's the first time this has happened since 1983. Exactly. Like I'm saying, abnormal. And it's, it's pretty electric, t- to be honest. Yeah, exactly. Um, I loved it, and especially with DeGrom on DL. I, no, he came back. But DeGrom hasn't been him yet, like from last year. They so, needed this. So they needed this to rejuvenate them. Syndergaard's filthy. I'm a big fan of him, even though he always seems to screw me over when I have hopes for him to be even better. Regardless, I love it. Yeah, I agree. Completely enjoyable to see. And, you know, it's a surprise to watch. And I like watching him hit a dong because I like seeing pitchers rake. And then we got records. Records. How about that? CeCe Sabathia became the third left-handed pitcher to strike out 3,000 people. Wow. It's crazy. He's had a hell of a career. Ups and downs. From the Indians to his, like, dominant half season with the Brewers. And, of course, the Yankees where he's had a Yankee career. I mean, I've always loved CeCe, even when he's on the Yankees. Guy just goes out there and hurls. He destroys the Red Sox, which you hate to see. But um, he's a former Cy Young winner in 2007. 2007. He debuted in 2001. Guy's been around for a bit. <laughs> I know. I mean, which obviously is contributes to the 3,000K thing. But still, that's still a phenomenal feat. You want to hear how he did for the uh, Brewers in his half season? Just yeah. in 08? So he went 11 and 2 in 17 starts. He had 7 complete games. Oh god. 3 shutouts. 128 strikeouts. And a 1.65 ERA. <laughs> that is like the Damn. best half season by a pitcher like ever. That's nuts. <laughs> you know, I'm happy for him. Like you said, I like him a lot too. 
Yeah. Obviously, going to the Yankees hurt a little, but I mean, you, know, you get paid. over it. You can, yeah, you just gotta get used to it by now. And this year, he's he's his um, ERA is two sixty six. He's showing a little rejuvenance in his arm. I mean, don't bunt on him, or he'll get really mad at you, though. What? Who do you get mad at? He has this like complaint that if you bunt against him, he gets really mad because he doesn't because like his knees are absolute garbage, and he doesn't <laughs> want to go get the ball. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of funny, too. Yeah, I mean, I, I've always loved CC. Happy for him. He's a Hall of Famer. That's Oh, yeah, I was going to ask. First ballot? Uh, first ballot's tough to come by. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, this is a phenomenal feat that he just reached. Though. I mean, his career stats is a 3.69 ERA, 247, and 154, and he has over 3,000 strikeouts. So he's going to be in the Hall of Fame, first ballot first ballot maybe not but i think I, second i do think he makes the hall of fame because he's just been a dominant pitcher for so many years longevity really helps you too it really does um, which really in sports is not an easy thing to come by exactly um so here's an, our weird stat of the day this is the new thing we'll be doing every single show we're gonna have a weird stat of the day not this, just MLB, just anything. Right, for sports. Um, so this one's wild. Kyle Hendricks <laughs> had an 81-pitch shutout today against the Cardinals. Mathematically, for folks who don't do math well, nine <laughs> innings, 81 pitches. He averaged nine pitches per inning. That's insane. <laughs> How many hits did he let up? How many hits, though? I don't know. I mean, I'm a shutout. Uh, I'm assuming uh, apparently like two, maybe. I'll go check. I'll do a check for you. Jeez. I'm thinking. I'm thinking like two, three. The man's. He gave a four. Any? How many Ks? Probably not a lot. He's. Cause yeah, he clearly got a lot of ground ball. He's not a guy that does that. He had three Ks. Oh Jesus. He threw six. Well, that makes sense because striking out batters just takes longer. He threw sixty-three strikes. Out of 81, that's it. That's efficiency. You love to see it. I love baseball. Like, those weird, <laughs> those weird stupid stats. <laughs> like, I enjoyed hey, it. This guy was very sufficient. He only struck out three people, but he got it done. Complete game shout-out. You love to see it. And 81 pitches. That is phenomenal. Uh, hats off to Kyle Hendricks. Hats off indeed. All right. So, we're on to the NHL, which we kind of talked about a little bit earlier. But now we're going to talk about the series. How about that? Playoffs. You got to love the playoffs. And Jack, I'm going to let you say this because you put it on the dock like this. Oh, you want me to say it like that? Yeah, go ahead. Carolina out of nowhere. Three and oh, three oh, up against the Islanders, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they do were, they get the sweep? They were the, the jerks. They were the number one wild card, barely over Columbus. Columbus like had this weird thing where they were kind of falling off, but I was like, they're talented. They're making the playoffs no matter what. And guess what? They did. Yep, they so, are quite talented. Hashtag bunch of jerks. Um, they're, they just bring so much to the table that I feel like a lot of people did not understand. You got physicality, which is huge in hockey. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, uh, no, I know. I get pissed at the Bruins whenever they're not hitting somebody. Yeah, I mean, David Backus sh- like, literally showed up last night just to destroy people. You'll love to see it. <laughs> um, Carolina, 
So they have their backup goalie in right now because Morazic got hurt. It's Curtis McElhenney. That's who's that's uh He's the oldest the, goalie. The Hurricanes? Yeah. He's the oldest goalie to ever make his playoff debut at thirty five years old. Oh god. Good for him. But they're three and out Against the Islanders who stormed through the Penguins last Right, round. they swept them, right? Right. Carolina beat the defending Stanley Cup champions in seven games. So I thought that was gonna be a closer um Closer thing, but they're up 3-0 because they're a bunch of jerks. You'll have to see it. They they just play hard, and you lo- that's what I love to watch. Like, that's what's so great about hockey. And then, um, so Carolina up 3-0. Stars and Blues are tied 2-2. Got to be honest, I haven't followed that series one bit. Okay, so I can't really blame you for that. Um... Except they had, like, one of the most crazy games ever. Like, it was like someone scored a shorthanded goal to tie the game. And, okay, regardless, it's 2-2. And my computer's freaking out, so I need you to carry this for a few minutes. Uh, <laughs> um, On the Blues and the, and the Stars? No, no, I could talk about it. I just mean tell me the next series. Um, oh, yeah. So when the Stars made it, I was like, yeah, I kind of expected them to beat Nashville strictly because they have a lot of talent. They're young, they're fast, and Pecorino just doesn't deliver in the playoffs. Ben Bishop has played phenomenal this year, especially in the playoffs. Um, yeah, and we'll talk about how good goaltenders could be in a second. Oh, <laughs> believe me, we'll get to it. I have um, something to say. But that series has been a lot of scoring. I like St. Louis still in that series. I think they have what it takes to get past the hump. I really do think we might get three game sevens, though. Like, there's a very good chance this happens. In the second round? Yes. Like, we are, we had three last time. I think we're going to get three again. So so you're saying the Stars and Blues go with seven? Oh, big time. Because these teams are very evenly matched in that not one super-duper talented more than the other, even though that doesn't matter. <coughs> Lightning. Um, (laughs) (laughs) but I think this is a real fun series. I highly recommend you to watch it. I understand the blues and like blues and stars. You read the names and you're like, Oh, blues. and uh, it's later too. The game's always later. Yeah. They play the 10 o'clock games, just like the sharks who are also tied two two with the ass. However, the sharks have a very good chance of not going seven, but the abs just keep coming back. Yeah. I mean, I would, I would say, Sharks probably in six, but I don't know. Sharks in six is believable. They're at home tonight. I do think they catch the win, but the Avs play like the Avs have nothing to lose at all. Like they ju- just got into the playoffs. They were a wild card team. That's what I love about the wild card teams in the NHL. They have nothing to lose. They're not expected to be there, but they get it. They done. could honestly be like they could be rebuilding. You like, know, like yeah, the Avs. Could a lot of teams be. come in thinking thinking they're rebuilding, and then they go snag except, a playoff spot. Except the Sharks legitimately can't stop Nathan McKinnon, which not many people can because he's a stud. But I want Joe Thornton to get to the Cup because if the Bruins aren't going to win the Cup, I would like Joe to get his first, and possibly only he could retire after that because he's pretty old. You're so, right, though. I do. I like Joe Thornton, and I I feel for him. But like you said, first off, I think the Bruins. We didn't get there yet. Oh, fine, fine. 
But like, yeah, so if the Bruins <laughs> don't win, I'd like to see the Sharks win yeah. and have Joe get a ring. Absolutely. And if the Bruins don't win and Carolina gets in there, I'd love to see it. <laughs> I'd be pissed. Oh, man. I mean, Carolina, bunch of jerks, baby. Like, Imagine if both wildcard teams make it. It's very possible, except I do think the Blues and Sharks will be meeting up in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, I mean, I can't really say I, pick I one. I haven't been right much, so. <laughs> I would say Sharks, though. I would agree with the Sharks. And then the Blues and the Stars, I don't, I don't, it's 50-50 to me. I can see either team making it. No doubt, no doubt. And let's get to the series we've been wanting to talk about. Bruins, Blue Jackets. What a series. Holy roller coaster. Holy roller coaster. Oh, my God. It's been uh, nuts. So, last night the Bruins tied it up in Columbus, 2-2 series. What do you think? What's what's going to happen, my friend? Oh, my Lord. I am telling you, this is like – my emotion has been up and down, like literally like a roller coaster, like I said. And before yeah, I say playoff anything, hockey, baby. Sergey, is it Ter- is his name Sergey? Sergey Bobrovsky, baby. Serbra- Ser- Sergey Bobrovsky is or elite. I, or as I like to call him, Bob. Bob. He calls yeah. himself Bob. And we can say Sergey is elite. I will agree. He has stolen them. I think he's stolen them both games they've won. He's but, been phenomenal. Uh, Even in yesterday, yesterday's game, laying four goals up, he was still insane. But I'll be damned. If Tuka Rask doesn't get the respect he deserves. Oh, believe me, we're getting to him. He's been pretty he's been very good as well. Tuka Rask has been the best player in the playoffs for the Boston Bruins, and it ain't even close. Last no, it night, isn't. He won them that game. I understand he was, uh, they scored four goals. But, but that was late. To understand how close that game really was. When they messed up that call and it came off the net and they still let Panarin score, that's fine. Tuca, that wasn't even Tuca's fault. That was a rebound that he couldn't see, and he almost still saved it. Tuca Rask has been phenomenal, and he deserves your goddamn respect. It's about time. Hey, hey. Tuca Rask has always been good, but Tuca Rask is now delivering huge in the We playoffs. pay him to be great, and I need him to be great. And so far, he's been great. He's been better than great. If this, any year in the recent years, since 2011 and the years coming forward, there's a year to win the cup for the Bruins. It's this year. It's this year. However, Columbus, people need to understand how stacked this team is. When you oh, have, yeah, no, like, I don't go into this like, oh, yeah, the Bruins in five. Like, when your you fourth know? line has Boone Jenner on it, like, Boone Jenner's a very good hockey He's player. been a nightmare. He's oh, been an absolute nightmare for like, the Bruins. He might be the best, like, one of the best shorthanded players I've ever seen. Like, this guy is making the Bruins give up. Chance after chance on their own power play. That's not how <laughs> hockey's supposed to work. No, no, no. And I'm rattled about it. <laughs> but, but, oh, my God, he had, like, three chances last night. He had a penalty shot. He didn't score on any of them. Don't get me wrong because Tuka's the man. But without he's Tuka been a, Rask, He's been a pain in the ass. Boone Jenner is legitimately the best skater, like, if, if Tuka Rask isn't there to stop him. Because he probably has at least one goal after all that. Well, he has a, he has like one or two in the series. And let's let's continue to complain about certain Bruins players. David Pasternak. He's been playing like a pussy. You um, I don't I, I think he's hurt, because th- I've never seen a player like not understand that they don't have the puck on their stick and still try to <laughs> shoot it. 
That was, I, you can't help now look back at it, but at the time, you're like, what are you doing? It happened like three times. I was like, what? I know. What? what? It happened, it's happened so many times this playoffs. And maybe there's something wrong with his wrist, his hands. I don't know. There's something his wrong with his head. Uh, there's definitely something wrong with him because the guy gets absolutely destroyed. He, last night, he literally wore it. Blue like he, Jenner was all over him. He was on the ground many a times. But don't worry, David Backus came right back to hit the rest of the entire. I still think they were out physic. I still, I still think Carolina. I mean Carolina. Columbus was more physical, but absolutely. But bringing David Backus in pissed them off because they were like, oh, what, what, huh? <laughs> you guys aren't supposed to hit, and it's a very edgy series. I'm never gonna like Columbus again after this. Yeah, I'm not. For some reason, I mean, that's so, pretty easy for that to happen. But what happens in it? You really learn to hate teams more in the NHL playoffs than, like, most. Because you probably get in each other's faces and you'll learn to hate one or two players on their team. Like Josh yeah. Anderson on the Blue Jackets, he can go fuck himself. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are paying the ass. Guy gets so many penalties. Guy's an asshole. But he's good. Of course he's good. But still, yeah, exactly. he can go F himself. I, like I said, Boone Jenner's just pissing me off slowly because he's playing phenomenal. Yeah, I mean... He, that's the good type of pissed off. Like, hey, <laughs> stop stop doing good, <laughs> jerk. But um, so we haven't even predicted yet. What's your prediction? I mean, we both know we're both going with the Bruins. Bruins in seven. Yeah. There's no way this goes anything less. Like, this series is meant they got to win tomorrow night. They have to win tomorrow night. Don't get me wrong. I said this last. At home. Said, At home. We need to. I said to. this last series, and then Toronto won. <laughs> he did. <laughs> Game five, and we still won. But, like, we got to win. We, you got to use your home court advantage to your, well, what? advantage. I, I understand I said court, but I'm not going <laughs> to. Home ice is, like, weird. You got to use you gotta use your exactly. home. Exactly. I mean, and they're going to need it. Like I said, seven games, it's going to be a hell of a series. I with, can't wait. And the, the first line finally woke up. Like that last night was their first good game this entire series. Yeah, are they and, play, they're playing tomorrow, right? Yes, I cannot wait tomorrow night because, I mean, what better game is there left in the playoffs besides Blue Jackets Bruins? There isn't one. Exactly. That's why we've had Doc Emmerich the entire playoffs so far, which I love listening to. It's him. been wonderful. Um, I, I, this playoff series has me pumped. I do think we get we win this in seven because I do think the Bruins. Have what it takes to win the cup this year. That was a non-biased opinion, by the way. Yeah, on my I, part, like I think the Bruins win one way or the other. Right. It's. I understand, like people are gonna listen to this and think it's biased, but it's not like I pick. Like the Bruins are legitimately the best team in these playoffs. Yeah, they, they have, proved it during the regular season. They have vets. They have speed. They have young people. They got everything that it takes to win. But also, the Blue Jackets are literally so stacked that I'm a little scared. <laughs> exactly. This is scary. Like, Seth Jones has been unreal. I have more confidence in beating, like, Carolina or the Islanders in the next round than I do beating the Blue Jackets in this round. Um, yeah, because people might forget, Blue Jackets swept the Lightning. Exactly. Like, this this isn't a team to take. I was so happy and we didn't have to play them, though. 
Oh, big time. I mean, I wasn't like, come on, Lightning, I hope you make it so we can prove a point. Like, no, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. That was really funny. That's like if I was cheering for the Pacers during the Super Bowl and I was like, come on, um, Eagles, get back there so we can beat you. No, I don't care who we're playing. <laughs> I just want to win. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Also, like, that, like as we're speaking of, like, we learned to hate teams in playoffs, I never learned to hate the Eagles. Yeah, I can't say like, I can't say I did either. Like I learned to hate the idea that we didn't play Malcolm Butler. <laughs> yeah. Um. Actually, Jason Kelsey, I did hate after that. Why? I wasn't a Lane Johnson fan either. Yeah, I'm never gonna be a Lane Johnson fan, but I like the rest of the Eagles. I have nothing against them. Yeah. Like, big, I don't have anything. Big Nick Foles Nick. guy. I'm not. Well, even though he's Nick on Foles the Jags. Guy, Nick Foles. Some reason I really like him. I don't know why. Um. Okay. So since we kind of just left the NHL. Let's just jump into the NFL news. How about that? All right. Should we uh the draft was last week and you know no offense to most, but we don't care about anything other than the first round. Hey. Couple surprises hey, in there. DK Metcalf to the And Seahawks see that's why I said in the that's why round. I said not just the first round. Could I would have said steal. only the first round if it wasn't him. Could be a steal. Could be. He is a tremendous upside. I really hope it pans Russell out. Russell Wilson's deep ball plus his just physical stature, his speed, his deep ball presence could be very good. Exactly. And I can't believe he almost slipped to the third round. He was literally the last pick of the second round. Yeah, that was wild. I mean, the Patriots could have picked him, but I'm happy with what they took. Oh, exactly. So, overall, first round, we had a couple surprises in there. <laughs> My mock draft, by the way, I went 8 for 32. I was, I was content with that. You're probably better than most. Exactly. I mean, I did better than like three NFL.com analysts. So I was you like, know, yeah. I'm going to give Jackson praise right now, folks. There is not a better college student mock drafter than Jack Sweeney. And I know this because this kid cared way too much and wrote paragraphs <laughs> for every pick in the first round. I was, I was a casual like 10 page you mock draft. It took me like two days. You can't even get him to write a paper that long. <laughs> But you know what? You can get him to write 32 different paragraphs of why this guy fits, why that guy fits. Hey, ESPN. Hey, NFL Network. You need a new guy? Honestly, I'm talking right? to I him. I mean, I'm not saying that I expect this to happen, but, like, realistically, I've definitely beaten them before. My best, I was pumped. So, honestly, I got a few. Half of my picks were, like, the generic picks. that like You definitely made. beat Daniel Jeremiah. No, he beat me. Oh. He was, like, nine. He did like nine or ten. It was he was good. Bucky Brooks, I beat. That's Charles sure. Davis, some other guy like Lance Sirline. I didn't even look on the other, uh, other like CBS or anything. I just I was like, wow, I just beat like. I see. I know who Charles Davis and Bucky Brooks are. Like those are notable people. My favorite pick though is I picked Ed Oliver to go ninth to the Bills, and it happened. And I literally like nobody picked that. I felt I was pumped. I was also pissed a few times because I could have I could have hit double digits. I had originally I had the center from NC State Bradbury going to the Vikings, but then he uh, and then I changed it like for some reason that would have been nine. And then I I messed up like a uh, Abram going to the the safety Abram Jonathan Abram from Mississippi State going to the Raiders. But I'm happy with eight out of thirty two. Honestly, hey, I got a quarter I'm, of the picks right. I'm proud of you, and I'm happy. 
I think I'm more happy that you didn't get the Giants pick right. <laughs> I think I had them with Rashawn Gary, which really wasn't bad because he went like 12. thought they were going to get a decent football player, <sighs> and instead they took Daniel Jones. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting <laughs> one. Like, I mean, he it's was clearly no, their guy. They were linked to him for the, a while. The comparison that I read of he would be the guy you'd cast in a movie to be Eli in a movie about Peyton was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes, that is exactly who Daniel Jones is. There is- I mean, especially when you have Josh Allen there. Per- great edge rusher. They need that presence. And they just, they could have got Daniel Jones in the second round. Or, you know, you just had better quarterback options there, too. <laughs> exactly. But, like, he, they literally could have got him in the second round. Nobody nobody had eyes on him other than the Giants. Yeah, and then, like, Gettleman was like, I, I, I'm pretty sure, like, there was ten teams that, before our next pick that wanted him. I was like, nope. They could have got him with fucking, they had three first-round picks. They could have easily got him with the last Like, one. the Redskins aren't idiots. They knew what they were doing. I predicted that, too. I figured they'd stay put, and they would take Haskins. I figured Haskins would fall to 15, and he did. I I'm, I mean, Haskins would have been a way better pick for the Giants. I but. think the Redskins had the one of the best drafts. Because yeah, when they picked pick. up Montez Sweat, too, I mean, that was a steal and a half. They didn't have to move to get... I had I had Sweat going, uh, like, eighth. Because he was his pure talent is awesome, but he's, he does have a... Heart condition issue, but if that if that gets overcome, he's going to be a real force in the league. I mean, he ran a four four one forty at two hundred and sixty pounds. That's not, insane. Not to harp on the draft too much because people are probably like over it by now. But, yeah. Uh, the big the big thing coming out of there is Kyler, of course, was officially drafted by the Cardinals. They yeah. tried they tried to make people act like they didn't want him. Yeah, we all knew you wanted him, buddy. Yeah. And then, uh, so last, we'll just get, so I'm, I just want to go over the Shockers, because everything else, you know, happened, nothing big. But the Raiders taking Cullen Farrell, Cleveland, whatever it is, Farrell, the end out of Clemson at number four. That was a stretch. It was a stretch. A How stretch do you feel? to say the very least. I was so rattled. I had <laughs> him going 21 to the Seahawks. I thought that was a good spot for him, pick-wise, you know, team-wise. It, I mean, uh, they could have waited. Yeah, they could have got him with the Josh Jacob picks they or maybe even traded up a little. So easily got him with their picks later. Well, who knows? Maybe there are other teams that they knew were interested but, earlier. And they, I don't know, but they jumping on him at four to I, me just seems ridiculous. I know the reason they took him is because they wanted a leader. And that's exactly what you got in him, but still chill. <laughs> that's just too early. Exactly. Um, but, again, right. that was a good pick. I, in the end, it will probably be a good pick, just way too early. Yeah. All right, so we'll just wrap this draft up real quick with the Patriots. You know, I, enjoy, I thought they had a good draft. Jared Stidham's the next, um, the next uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, exactly. I like that. He could turn into a, our, next, our next guy. You know, I can't. I was talking. Uh, I was hearing so this guy on YouTube. I was watching, and he was telling. He's saying like there is no next Tom Brady. That's a fact. like what the Patriots could have in Jared Stidham is their next franchise QB. 
which I agree with. I mean, you give him two, three years to work under Tom, I'll take that. Exactly, and hopefully, you know, we'll see glimpses of his arm talent and stuff like that preseason. Like, this will be a year I'm excited to watch the preseason because we have a talent like him that could work through and just learn how to play in the NFL a bit. Also, Nikhil Harry, first-round pick, great pick. I'm a big fan. I predicted that, and I'm so rattled that I got <laughs> a Patriots prediction right. Because, exactly, you never know what the hell is going like, to go. I was so ready for them to pick, like, some random guy. <laughs> I had them taking a tight end, which kind of made sense, but yeah, whatever. Well, they, they didn't want one at all. Instead, they traded Jacob Hollister. So. Yeah. But, um, but I'll, Nikhil I'll, Harry was definitely, like, he's a top receiver in the draft. Like, you... I like the way they're trying to replace Gronk in let's give Brady a bunch of tall receivers that are good in the end zone. Yeah, it was a big pick. I'm also a fan of, uh, I don't know about the corner, but I know he's big and tall and lengthy, and I really, I mean, I trust Bill with everything. Jawan? Yeah, Jawan Williams from Vandy. Um, And I I like the, oh, I'm a big fan of the Winovich pick. Yeah, yeah, that might have been my favorite one. He seems like a Patriots guy. Damian Harris confused me a bit. But I do. But like I'm, I also players. like it a lot. Yeah, I mean it's good backup for uh, Sony because Sony's our guy. But it is a good uh, second. I like to guy. see how we can add into the goal line game. Or I don't know. I just feel like he can make an impact. Well, well on it's the Patriots. good now. If Sony gets hurt, you have a guy that can actually run the ball. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to throw it all the time, which is good. Um, and uh, then Josh Rosen was traded to the Dolphins. I like it. Good for Josh Rosen. That's all I got to say. <laughs> I liked it a lot. You know, he's obviously the he. There was a lot of uncertainty with him because he had no idea. I mean, he probably had some idea towards the end that they're going with Kyler, and that he's on the way out. And I think Miami's a good spot. Miami didn't have to waste a draft. They wasted like a second round pick on him, which is a good trade. Still plenty of potential there. Third round pick on him. What? I thought they did second and third. I thought. I, thought was, I think it's just third. Well, next year they're the second rounder. Okay. Well, I know they got his. But either way, that's not a lot for a guy that got drafted last year. He wasn't great, but I can't really blame him. He was on the Cardinals. Miami receiving core is a little bit better. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. How is it better? I just, I don't know. I think it's how better. Is not it the better? receiving core, the team. Oh, okay. I was like, how is like that the situation? At the situation. All? Yeah, situation. I was like, he uh, had a defensive-minded coach at Arizona. I was just going to say, I, would take, Arizona. I was just saying I'd take Larry over any of their receivers any day of the week. Larry was not good this year. It's not his but fault. But I also it's feel like it had something fault. to do with the coach. Yeah, Exactly. It was not Larry's fault at all. You never blame Larry Fitzgerald. All right. Take that back. So, Jamal Charles retires as a chief with a one-day. don't care. Why? I thought he was already retired. <laughs> he did just, he try to play this past year? I think he did. I don't know, but he had a he had a great career. He had a great career with the Chiefs, and then once he wasn't on the Chiefs anymore, the career was dead. Yeah, I mean that was like last year, and you know he, he was electric. It was great to watch him. Hats off to Jamal Tar- Charles for a great career. He averaged like five yards per carry in his career. I was like, that is nuts. Yeah, that's insane. He was like, top he really five was a, a freak. Um. I loved watching him when he was healthy. When he was healthy, that was a big thing for with him. He got hurt a, a lot towards the end, which really yeah. got 
took away from us witnessing a great player in his prime. But that, yeah, he he got in his prime. That would have been nuts. What but he, he left was still behind great. was a he left a good legacy on a team that has a good legacy of running backs. Um, I wish he was able to work more in the Andy Reid offense than he was. Yeah. But regardless, I did love Jamal, and congrats on him for having a great career. Hall of Famer? No. Chiefs Hall of Famer. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Not a Hall of Famer, though. That's Yeah, I mean, he could have been. He, he really could have been. Enough. Yeah. He really could have been if it wasn't for injuries. He only started for like five years. I'd still call it a great career, though. It was a good five years, though. Fun five All right. years. Do you want to move on? Is there anything um, else you want to? Yeah, Tyreek Hill's a scum. All right, we'll continue. We're not giving him the time of day. Yeah, Tyreek Hill. Nope, I said we're not giving him the time of day. I'm just saying. He's not getting any more time. So why do we bring it up if we're not going to even tell people what happened? If you don't know what happened, then look it up. I don't want to give him any more time. He's an asshole. Tell me I'm Good wrong. Point. You're not. You're not wrong at all. So he doesn't deserve our time. Thank you. Next. All right. Moving on. Are you gonna we say had, it? Yeah, I got it. <laughs> well, I was letting you take the reins, but I guess not. We had a uh, question on our Instagram about. Boston sports question: Who we thought was more likely to advance, the Bruins, Celtics, both or neither? So, drum roll, please. With the most choices, great spot for a soundbite, by the way. Yeah, thank you. It was both. Big shock. Bunch of Boston fans pick both. Yeah, I mean, fair amount got neither, though, which is, I mean, yeah, also it's... disappointing, but I'm kind of glad it was there just for some, you know, diversity. Yeah, congrats to the scum of the world that thought neither team would make it. Yeah, I called them I scum of the world. Do not. No, I'm not okay with people saying, you know what? I don't think either Boston team's going to make it. Shut up. <laughs> One of them are at least making it. And then we got 27 for the Bruins. Like, Yeah, if I had to pick – actually, I don't know who – if I had to pick one, I'd probably pick the Celtics. Well, you're wrong, so that's cool. Between the two? Yeah, Bruins are making it. Celtics are just – It's our year! Playing better. It's our it's year! Them years. Hook them. Nah, that, that would be great. That would be the grand Boston, slam. A Boston four-peat would be – that'd be nuts. The Boston grand slam. Either way, I think this might be the best year for a sports city ever. Um, we'll see. I mean, we've done two in the same year before, so. Well, yeah, but then you got to factor in the other teams. We'll see how they do. Doing we'll see well how as they well. do. Exactly. Yeah, we'll talk about that moment. It ain't over yet, but um, asking you who advances, would you pick the Celtics? I'm picking both. Because yeah, well, I said if I had to pick between Bruins and Celtics, I, I do would say firmly both. believe both of these teams are destined yes. for the finals of their respective conference at least. I just think the Celtics do it easier. That's which is a wild take since they're playing the top seed. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I understand what you're saying. Hockey's nuts, and that makes more sense. It's popping. Yeah. <laughs> Pop culture time, real that. quick. 
Sorry. Yeah, I not a ton, but we got some. We never have a yeah. ton, but we always have enough. We got Sansa. I only wrote Sansa that from Game of Thrones. I only wrote that because I didn't know if you knew who she was. <laughs> no, I knew her name. Oh, I always okay. see her on Barstool after because she always does like some reaction. Yeah, Sophie Turner. Sophie and Turner. Joe Jonas got married name. in Vegas with Ring Pops and Elvis. After Electric. Right from the uh, Billboard Music Awards. <laughs> there was like a bunch of famous people there. All the brothers were there. I was like, this is hilarious. <laughs> I respect it. I mean, they're going to probably still have their big wedding, but like that was awesome. Yeah, it's the, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was honestly <laughs> hilarious. I was like, that is perfect. It fits Sansa, too, or like well, Sophie Turner. I think she they seems were, like a wicked fun person. I think they were making fun of uh, Nick Jonas's wedding. Do you remember the pictures from that? I do not. With the uh, Indian girl he married that I don't know the name of? <laughs> Priyanka, I think. No idea. Okay, okay. So look up their wedding real quick. Right Just now. so you can understand what yes, real right now. There's Nick? no better time than the present, sir. Jonas wedding. Just look at it and you'll understand. Alright, first off, they're not, okay. I'm looking at the pictures. Do you see their wedding? It's like huge and okay. Regardless. I think they're kinda of making fun of it. Also, I just realized Priyanka is ten years older than Nick Jonas. Oh really? Wow. She's not that attractive. <laughs> All right. He could do better. I mean, everyone loved Nick Jonas for a very long time, so, yeah. Yeah, he fizzled out. He had to do what he could do. Also, very also very funny point. Um, the next day, Sophie Turner had a just-married-like sash on her as she was walking around. <laughs> she is hysterical. Yeah, I like her. She's hilarious. She's she's only twenty three. Wow, that's crazy. So when she started Game of Thrones, she was like fifteen. Yeah, 14. like they said. Well, actually, they had her a little bit younger, but yeah, eight years ago. So that, that's crazy. Fifteen. Wow. How about that? Good for that. I didn't even know it started in twenty eleven. <laughs> and then I thought it was newer. Yeah. Well, we all did. A.K.A. you and me. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else probably knew. So with that. We are not done yet. <laughs> I have one question for you. No idea. One question right now because you've been updated enough because you watch no one episode. Way, I'm not fully updated. But you, I have no you, idea. You watched episode two, so you know who's alive-ish. True. Who, who takes the throne? You are the worst. You have to give I'm it. I'm so clue. far behind, I can't. Fucking Daenerys takes it. There you go. Fuck. That's a pick. That was a pick. I don't know if that. I don't know if that's a hot well, take. She's still alive, so. It better be a Stark. That's all I have to say. If it's not a Stark, I don't even know why I watch the show. <laughs> I don't think it'll be. Um, I don't think it'll be Arya, unfortunately. As much as I'd be okay with Diggly taking dream. it. That would be great, actually, because he. I would actually love that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I don't know. I hope it's, I think it's going to be a Stark. But I'll probably be wrong. Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I take that back. If it's Bran Stark, I will kill someone. <laughs> he is the worst. I hate him. Yeah, he's just. How can you be part of the best family and be the worst? <laughs> just, just wondering. Unless he died in the uh, big war, which I don't think he did. I don't know. I don't know either. I'm just putting it out there. Like, I'm not caught up. You're not caught up. But if he is still alive, he better not take the throne. <laughs> I agree. Or I'm, or I'm never watching the show again, which is funny because that will be the last episode, so I won't have a choice. <laughs> All right. Do we have any more? Or are we good? I think we're. I think that's about it. That was a hell of a show. Look at that. One hour. Really? Felt yeah. Longer to me. How about that? Yeah. This what felt longer than the two-hour shows. <laughs> we tried Here. to put it up, wrap it up, all that good stuff. We um. Let's see. Well, I'm not busy anymore. Jack's not busy anymore. So yeah. happily, we will be back to a week-to-week schedule. Hopefully. Exactly. It'll be nice. Um. If you have any questions for us, you can always just literally talk to one of us. Not, you don't have to email. Yeah, we're not hard. We're not hard to reach. Right. Exactly. You ever have a question that you want us to answer on the show? Let us know. We'll be happy to. Because I imagine if we weren't, that'd be pretty mean. Um, <laughs> other than that, you have any last words, Jackie? Uh, I can say thank you to Anchor for letting us, you know, for letting us produce these podcasts every every time we get to do it. You know, it's a great, great uh, company, and I wish them the best. Yeah. And also, I'd like to thank you guys for uh, for listening. I know there's just people that always listen, and I want to be thank you guys for, you know, being patient and listening whenever we put out an episode. Thank you to the listeners that are always here. Thank you to the new listeners that might read an hour and be like, hey, I'll actually wa- re- listen to that. Thank you. I mean, I understand the two hours is difficult, but that doesn't mean you can't just listen to parts of it. Yeah, for some reason, I feel like that's sort of scary. Like, in the description, I try to put, like, where we start certain topics so that they will be more likely to listen to it. So I'm, Yeah, but I'm, the, I'm either so, way, I like the length we had today. Well, a little I'm so, longer wouldn't be bad either. I'm, but. I'm putting it out there now. Like, I'm saying that they can do that now so that they can look in the description, take a look at the work I do to make sure you know where we're talking. And that's it. I had a good time. Jack, I hope you had a good time. Yep, that was a good one. I like that. Um, this might be the next next show could be live. I we don't know yet. Like live. Yes, that gets figured us. out. We haven't yeah, we don't we're not. We should do a live yet. show sometime on like YouTube. That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. This is me thinking aloud. Alright. This was the Beard Brothers Podcast, broadcasting live from our respective residents. I'm Scott Edwards. And I am Jack Sweeney signing off. We will see you next week. Later.